0: On today's show, green cars are now the fastest-growing segment in the American market, Toyota makes a bold statement with the interior of the new Camry, and why Wall Street is wasting its time with car companies. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry looks like green car sales have hit a tipping point in the U.S. market. For each of the last four years, the green car segment has been shrinking, dropping by a total of 95,000 units. This includes hybrids, plug-ins, and electric cars. While sales of EVs and plug-ins were growing strongly, sales of hybrids were falling, which brought the entire segment down. But so far this year, the trend is going in the other direction sales of green cars are up a strong 22% thanks to growing sales of hybrids, which are up 12% for the first five months of the year. Although sales of the segment leader, the Toyota Prius are down, new entries into the segment and strong sales of other hybrids are making up the difference. New entries include the Hyundai Ioniq, the Kia Nero, and Honda Accord hybrid. Moreover, the Ford Fusion and Toyota Highlander hybrids Hosted strong sales increases. Put it all together and the green car segment is now the fastest growing segment in the American market. Despite low gasoline prices. And that's why we think this could represent a tipping point. Speaking of electric cars. Tesla is not the only automaker working on battery storage for homes. Now Renault will do the same thing. It's teaming up with a UK based solar power company called PowerVault. Starting the summer, they'll take used EV batteries, no longer suitable for cars, and use them for home storage of electricity generated by solar panels. These used batteries could cut storage costs by 30% to 35%. EV batteries have a life cycle of about 8 to 10 years, but this could extend their life by another 10 years. And if these initial tests are successful, the plans are to roll this out on a large scale. Coming up next, Ford's experimenting with a way to let people use cars on a subscription basis. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Automakers know that mobility services could represent massive growth, so they're experimenting with different ways of selling services to customers to see what works. This is why Ford Credit, the finance arm of the Ford Motor Company, acquired a company called Canvas last year. It offers short-term, month-to-month vehicle subscriptions that are targeted at younger drivers. The service includes a payment for the car as well as roadside assistance, all the maintenance, and insurance. And that could especially appeal to young drivers who face sky-high insurance rates. You pick the car that you want online, and it is delivered to your house. Prices range from $395 a month for a Focus to $535 for an F-150. It is an interesting business model. Canvas buys Fords after their leases are up, which holds costs down and helps to boost residuals. The program began in May in the Bay Area and it's expected to roll out to other cities later on. Well, here's a heads up for all of you in the design community. You know, we're sick and tired of the limited choices that we get with interior colors. All you give us is black or beige or gray. You can get better choices if you go upscale to Alfa Romeos or Bentleys but they're not available in mass-market cars, and that's why we are thrilled to see Toyota offer a red interior with the all-new Toyota Camry. And what a difference it makes with red inserts on the instrument panel, the center console, the seats, and the door trim panels. It really richens up the interior. Now the true test will come to see if dealers actually order these interiors, and by the way. You're going to start seeing a whole lot of stories about the all-new Toyota Camry this week. The news embargo comes off on June 21st, and that's going to open up the floodgates. In fact, this coming Thursday, we have an entire Auto Line After Hours dedicated to the Camry, and we have a ton of information of what it's all about. Still to come, Wall Street is wasting its time trying to get car companies to boost their stock. <coughs> For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. Wall Street is fighting a winless war. It thinks it can pressure GM and Ford into making changes that's going to boost their stock prices. But you know, the hardest thing in the world to change is public perception. And the public perception of car companies right now is that they're a terrible place to invest. And that's not going to change anytime soon. In the last five years, GM and Ford have enjoyed soaring sales and record profits. But as their bottom lines grew, their stock prices fell. And that tells you all you need to know. If the stock market didn't reward these companies for a huge run-up in sales and profits, it's never going to. Activist investors like Maeva's Harry Wilson pressured General Motors into spending billions to buy back shares. By the end of this year, GM will have spent $9 billion. This helped to dramatically boost GM's earnings per share, going from $2.71 in 2013 to $6.12 last year. But the market didn't care. GM's stock price has gone absolutely nowhere. Interestingly. All the major automakers in the world have lousy price-to-earnings ratios, except Tesla. Tesla does not have a price-to-earnings ratio because Tesla has no earnings. But the activist investors do not dare go after automakers outside of the United States because they know that the European, the Japanese, the Korean, and the Chinese governments would quickly snuff out any attempt to go after their beloved car companies. So it's time for the activist investors to face reality. Come on back in a decade or so, when today's investments in mobility are hopefully generating big profits. Maybe then the market's psychology will change and investors will come to see car companies as a brilliant sector to invest in. Right now, they're just not buying. Anyway, that's how I see it. As always, we welcome your feedback. Anyway, with that, we wrap up today's show.